What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our Love Fix experience recorded live at our new location out in Langley, British Columbia. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Amen. Amen. These are things we take lightly, but him being able to bring his wife here is the Lord kingdom coming. Because it wasn't only ordained that he have his wife with him. It was also ordained that their family be a part of God's move here. She didn't just come here to be with her husband. She, she came here to continue to go further in the kingdom of God. She's a mighty prayer, mighty prayer warrior, a worship leader. Uh, the Lord supplies this house with unbelievable anointed musicians, anointed people, period, but I really want to hang on the musician part because you got to pay attention when he's doing that. We've been to many churches and you might have, you know, one, the leader and everybody else is cool, but when everybody can go and when everybody is anointed, when you get drummers that prophesy, on the drums right when you when you when you when you see people that have skill like David did to deliver Saul you need to pay attention because those are tools and signs that God saying what kind of house he building and that's why you got to understand when you come here you're not coming to church you got to prepare different you're walking into a kingdom experience you don't prepare like you going to the Brentwood mall you prepare like you going on a safari somewhere in Africa yeah if you understand kingdom you'll understand and this is what we've been dealing with is because We've all grew up or we've all understand Jesus through Christian lenses, but Jesus was not Christian, nor were we. We were given the title by pagans, known as people who follow Jesus. But Jesus never called me a Christian. He called me a son. He called me a friend. He called me an ambassador. And he never saved us to stay at the cross. The Bible in Hebrews 6 1 says we need to get away from milk elementary stuff it says preaching Christ and the resurrection and the laying on of hands we will always preach the gospel but it's the gospel of the kingdom not the gospel of Christianity and what we do is we raise coward Christians who are selfish in being happy they're saved and willing to allow their neighbor to go to hell. You're interceding for your family and your career and your funds and your, 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 your while your neighbor is on the way to hell. But because you don't have, you know you can be Christian and not have eyes to see. Because he says, 
You're not going to see the kingdom coming from the left, the right, the north, south, east, and the west. That's not what happened. The kingdom is within you. All right, we're, we're citizens. We're not church members. We're citizens of a kingdom. So when you understand who you are, the way we're worshiping is how a kid is happy to see their parents come home. Prime example, you got kicked out of your house, the garden. You see, you see, we got a week that that seed fell on some just on the surface. And then Jesus came and got you access back to your daddy. Or let me relate this. How some of y'all dogs get when you walk in the door. That's what, that's what we're doing. Because he's here. He's here. He's here. Your dog ain't trying to jump in rhythm. Your dog not trying to bark in the right notes. It's what? Excited. Because it sees their parent. My question to you, how would you act if you saw God? How would you act? See, a servant and a slave does not know how to identify God. A son does. A son walks in the room and knows Danny's story and sees God. I walk in the room and understand from the simplest thing that you made it here safe. I see God. When I wake up in the morning and know I could have overdosed, I could have died in a car accident, and I could have, I, my marriage could have been destroyed. When I wake up and realize that's all intact and better than what it was, I see God. When I can find me a church that's telling me what God's saying today, I see God. When I have people that's worshiping and, and, and belting and free to express themselves. When I find a church that's not going to give me a coffee break after four songs, two songs. When I find a church that says, God, have your way. I see God. When I go to work and I still have a job and people get laid off, I see God. When I got the COVID and I made it out healthy, when other people died, I see God. I see God. Not just talking about what he did for Moses, what he did for Abraham, what he did. I know what he did for my mama. I know what he did for me. I know what he did for my grandma, my great-grandmama. I know what he did when I didn't have no money and I didn't know why the bills was going to get paid, but I'm still here. I know when all I had to give Malia was joy and faith and a happy smile. I couldn't get her the toys she wanted. I couldn't buy her the house my wife wanted. But we woke up and we made it through our marriage. We celebrated 17 years. Man, I see God. What are you talking about? 
see God, when I see people's stories. Some of us ain't looking for God. We're looking for job. We're looking for career. We're looking for spouses. We're looking for a paycheck. You're not looking for God. You're looking for something to please you. Nothing going to please you like God. That's why he says, seek me first. You're kidding me. And we're Christians and wondering why the world going to hell in a handbasket. We busy. We divorced. We lonely. We depressed. Just like the world, we addicted to over-the-counter medication. We addicted to NyQuil. We addicted to porn. Christian. Christian. Not kingdom. Not a son that fell in love with Jesus. See, you trying not to sin instead of trying to fall in love. You trying to find somebody to love you and, 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 and overlooking the one who loves you unconditionally. <laughs> I see God, man. I see God. That's why, that's why I, I can't, I can't, I can't come in here. I can't come and, and I can't, I can't just be still. I can't be cute. When I went to the club, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, and some of y'all be partying. Some of you, when you get that wine in you, you loosen up. That's why he says, don't get drunk with wine. Be ye drunk in the spirit. Oh, I'm talking, I used to get drunk. So I know what drunk with wine, drunk with Hennessy, drunk with, with, with gin, drunk with vodka, drunk with Merlot, Sauvignon Blanc. Good weed, white, white widow, crystals, purple haze. I, I didn't got high. I didn't smoked it in a bong. I didn't smoked it out of apple. I didn't smoked it out of zigzags. I didn't smoked it out of backwood, a cigarillo. I didn't smoked it every way you can smoke it. So I know the difference between being filled with the Spirit of God and living off a substance that's trying to duplicate God. Woo! I got all the THC I need. If I want to knock the edge off the day or the week, I just worship. I just open my mouth and give him praise. God can knock the edge off your day. I see God, man. He said, if you keep your eyes on me, I will give you perfect peace. Stop waiting for things to change. Stop waiting for the government to change. Stop waiting for the right prime minister. Stop waiting for COVID to go away. It ain't going away. Get your shot, don't get your shot. Who cares? You worry, we worry about the wrong stuff. God ain't in all that. It's the last days, it's crunch time. So the opposing team is making noise. So you can't hear. You at the free throw line. Do you, man, do you know? I wrote it in a rap one time. Do you know we're visitors? And if you play sports, when you go, do you know the devil got home field advantage? Because <laughs> he can give you obstacles you can see. He can make noise all around you. Social media, breakups, lose your job. 
disease. Man, they got home field advantage. The greats love playing on the visitor's court. Michael Jordan loved playing in the garden. Great players love going on the opposing team and silencing the crowd. You want to know why we praise? Because when we praise, hell got to shut up. Hey, hell ain't going to shut me up. I shut hell up. I'm going to put a praise on it. wasn't there when God saved me. You wasn't there when my marriage was towed up. You wasn't there when my mama father died and my daddy walked out on us and my mama had to raise us. I'm here. I'm standing. I got my right mind. You wasn't there in the Oakland street with pimps and prostitution. You wasn't there carrying your friend at 16 years old from getting shot with a 12-gauge shotgun in the back. You wasn't there. Get out your comfortable bubble. Get out your mountains and grizzly bears. Get out your ponds and your seas and your beaches. And see God. You're going to fool around and be no different than Babylonian. God has brought us here so his kingdom comes. Not to be Christian, not to be church folk. He's looking for a people that can actually understand the urgency of souls winning. Souls going to hell or not. Forget all hell. No, hell, forget the picture of fire. Because the Bible describes uh, Holy Spirit as fire. So, oh, that's not love if God's just going to throw people in a pit of fire. No, let me tell you what hell is. Separated from God forever. Sick forever. Violence forever. Fear forever. Can't shake fear. Depression. Can't shake fear. Depression. No medication. Disease. Can't die. Eternal death. Eternal life. Lord, save our city. He said, cool. That's why I put you there. I'll work with you. Lord, flood this place. You know how you flood this place? Open up the dam. What's the dam? Because the flood is inside you. You want want this place to be filled up? Share your portion. If your portion is brokenness, share your portion. Lord, heal me today. Lord, touch me today. Lord, I don't know you. Reveal yourself today. All of that is your portion. Where you are is your portion. David said, man, I'm about to go get this ark. Obed-Edom, I'm about to just keep on getting blessed. Let me go get this. Obed-Edom got blessed enough. I need, okay, if that's what the presence of God doing, that's give me the presence. I'm about to sit here and watch somebody else get get theirs. I'm not about to watch somebody else get their breakthrough. 
And I love it because the Lord will always allow his house to be filled with spectators. Demonic, uh, demonic, oppressed people. And what I find out, man, is, 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 is praise. <laughs> it's a weapon. Praise increases your lung capacity. So when you're under pressure, you can have poise. You know why the step courage, you know why the greats can play. They love taking the final shot. Stressed out folks don't want the ball. They run away from the ball. There's people going to timeout, give me the ball. I'll take the pressure. Some of you can't handle the pressure. You have spiritual asthma. And you got breathing issues. And anytime stress comes in your life, even some of you right now ain't breathing right. This is what I came to this country for. I ain't come for nothing else. I came to tell you about your country, which is now my country. But God wants to do something amazing in your country. Why do you think he keeps sending the world to your city? Does that, 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 that ring a bell that God is sending 98, 99% of the globe to your city? If, if God can get your city, he can get the world. He's trying to find a people who's less distracted. This is fun, man. This is fun. I, I watch Netflix too. I listen to J. Cole sometimes too. I watch movies. I go to the gym. Like I eat food. Like I eat crap sometimes. Like I don't know what you think being saved is. Like just, just if I just go all out for Jesus, that's gonna be boring. You know what's boring is missing out on heaven. You know what's boring that you're limited in your sight. All you can see is what's before you. Do you know how boring that is? that you can't see into the heavens you're limited to oh why she dressed that why they singing that song why they so loud that's so funny you can't even see heaven in the place you worried about that that's boring that you in real time but you can't see the future because God is trying to reveal something that's boring that you just got to live with what exists and you can't get a glimpse into what's not seen had an idea that I wrote down and then I'm going to try to get on with this message <laughs> what if I told you that other religions or kingdoms it's an idea that, that on the way here I was just thinking about other religions some other some say some uh. say it again for those that may not hear it say some uh. some I, I pray that the uh, 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 that the deaf and dumb spirit has no power in this place today. That you can hear. Right? 
What if I told you that some other religions and kingdoms aren't merely wrong? They're just not meant to be first. Oh, Vitaly, I'm going to try to help the people. See, because this kind of talk is opened up. This is kingdom talk. You don't read this in the 66 books. You observe, and then the Lord, man, let me, let me, let me what, what, and I said, Lord, what the heck? Because I thought about something. The king, Jesus, says, I'm the chief cornerstone. And no other foundation shall be built on this. And then he goes and says, seek me first and my kingdom. So if he's saying, seek my kingdom first, my pursuit for other religions and, and, and kingdoms would look different. Because there's some religions that we demonize for certain practices. But there's some things ain't wrong with yoga. If I could stand like this, I don't even know if this is a yoga pose, but it's going to be one right now. I admire people that can stand like this in quiet for an hour. The breathing, the meditation. The things that Christians have demonized while we're more unhealthy than some other religions who have certain practices. What's wrong? Is it, is, is it when, I'm, when I'm actually in the religion or it's who I'm worshiping? So what if I stand like this? Jesus! about my heart posture not which way my leg turned yeah 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 hold on it's certain postures for sure but the Lord says I look at the heart I look at the heart because if the Lord demonized the posture he wouldn't have took Paul You think God mad at certain people posing? No, the Lord wants the glory. So then we get all these Christians who are instruction instructors, and they encounter Jesus, and they come to their pastors and be like, "Oh my God, what should I do?" The yoga for a living. I got. You got to leave it. Okay, let me ask you a question. Who going who gonna to disciple and when? Who, who going to disciple the yoga people? You shall not. That was, I'm, I'm working with this amazing trainer right here. And he left the new age and he transitioned. He has a, a lot of knowledge and experience in certain things. And, 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 but he had roots of, of the faith. And, and certain practices, in his practices, he came, he's like, Pastor, what do you think about this? What do you think about this breathing exercise? And I said, listen, son, listen, sir, listen, uh, you can, this may not be okay. Because even though when you're leading people into visual meditation, be careful which door you're leading them to. 
You got to be, do you go to his gym now? Ask him what kind of music he playing. Christian music. His, his business is going over the top. Because it's a kingdom business. What would happen if man laid the cornerstone first? The, the Lord says there's no other foundation and the issue is not your practices. It's God's not first and he wants the glory. He wants the worship. You notice, remember, I said some religions. Devil worshiping, it, it don't matter what the foundation, it ain't, it ain't no, don't need the chief cornerstone. You need deliverance. But only the Lord can reveal that to a son. His son, I'm not mad at them. I just want to be first. And if I could be first, I could sort out the error. We're trying to get them to leave the religion instead of being a living epistle. That's rooted to the chief cornerstone. It stopped living compromising lives. Because it's your walk and your inconsistencies that give people permission to practice, to stay away from home. Man gets lots. Sorry. The Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundation is not the foundation, there's no power. Even in Christianity, if the foundation is not apostles and prophets, Jesus being the chief cornerstone, then all people are merely left with is information and inspiration. So you're puffed up with knowledge, never experiencing right now alive Jesus. I'm like a professional athlete that says, the day I fall out of love with the game, I'm retiring. The day I come to church and we can't experience the kingdom, I'm done. There's no other reason we do this here. I got to see God. I got to see a miracle. I got to see lives changed. I got to see minds renewed. I got to see families saved. I got to see marriages saved. I got to. I'm offended when families are attacked. We'll talk about a broken family. Not live a life so we can help mend a broken family. There's no anointing in gossip and messiness and division. There's no anointing in likes and shares. Do something in real time. 
You could type a prayer, but when you come in and the pastor say, hey, lift your voice in prayer, you scared to pray in public. But you could post a prayer. Somebody else wrote it. Praise you. See, when you don't know the king, you just got to share posts. You can't share experience. And people that scroll through, wow, that's good. That's just how I'm feeling today. Share. Tag. Instead of having your own encounter. How are we going to do this, Lord? I'll give you a few because I, I got two messages to give you. they short and brief. The first one wasn't meant to be short, but... Um, Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come. Help us, Lord. Lord. I'm going to just just briefly just go through. You guys should go listen to last week's message. We're talking about an idea is more powerful than an army. You are and become your concepts. See, your concept of worship when you step into a place of worship depends on how you experience God. Your concept of church, your concept of religion, your concept of God, your concept. Concepts rise in value as we consider our perception and interpretation of life. Based on how you experience life, who you was raised by, you've developed concepts. Oh, this should be okay. Oh, that's that's nothing wrong with that. All concepts. Oh, family is this now. Concept. We're we're, we're tinkering with God's concepts. And we're creating our own concepts. You ready for this? He gave us the freedom to tweak. And then he set a principle in the earth that says whatever you reap, you will reap the benefit. Whatever you sow, you will reap. So whatever concepts you live by and have faith for, you will see the fruit for it. Faith comes by hearing good or bad. We can only understand life and God to the degree our concepts are correct. Are correct. Do you know how much we struggle understanding God? How many people ever been at that point in their life where they're like, man, I'm struggling hearing from God. You thought you were supposed to hear God audibly because you watched that movie. Jesse. <laughs> I was talking to someone last night, man. Some people would say, hey, how do you hear from God? You'll buy books. How do you hear from God? But no, the, 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 the goal is not to hear God. The goal is to know God. And if you know God, you'll hear God. He doesn't speak to you how he speaks to us. He doesn't speak to us how we talk to one another. He needs to grip your heart. He's, the, our relationship is to be led, not get orders. Those that are led by the Spirit are sons of God. You're waiting for orders, and God is like... That leash 
supposed to be wrapped around your heart. And because your concepts is wrong, you're waiting for an order. Peter, come. Okay. But if God has to use his voice, uh, a audible voice to get your attention, then the chances of the enemy confusing you are very high. So I told him the task here, Elder John. They express how they observe me and how I'm hearing or how we're led and we're going to this building. How do you make those decisions? How do you just leave California? How do you make decisions like that? How do you? And I'm like, man. I truly want to please God. truly don't want to offend God. Joseph, when that woman came after him, and he ran out of his robe, he didn't, listen to what he said, he didn't want to offend God. He didn't make it about the temptation. He just said, the reason I didn't do it is because I didn't want to offend God more than I didn't want to more than I didn't want to betray more than I just and we're trying to live a life that's almost hard to do. Your number one priority to should be to please God. And if you can live a life where God has your heart, abide in me, I abide in you, whatever you ask, I give it to you. Delight in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Why? Because when you delight in him, you got his desire. So whatever you ask is what he wants. And some of y'all confused because you're doing what you want, asking what you want, and then you're trying to hear what he wants. Then he challenges you. And the Bible tells you in Galatians that the spirit in your flesh is always opposing one another. So you got a war on the inside that you got to make a choice to surrender to one or the other. I just want to please God. Start there. So he says, Number one, love God. And when you love God and you love your neighbor, it fulfills all the commandments. Oh, I don't want to steal. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, my God, my flesh is burning. Oh, my flesh is burning. Oh, oh. And you spending all your time just, oh, trying to cool your flesh off. Oh, oh, you're spending all your time trying to avoid temptation. You weren't made to overcome temptation. You were made to be a vessel of love. That's why Jesus overcame it for you. So when you abide in love, you don't want that. Because you don't want to offend God. He's a covenant God, not a religious God. It's covenant. He died for you. He shed blood for you. He gave you his life. There's no greater love 
than a man lay down his life. When you get married, it ain't about finding convenience. It's about laying your life down. And think about how you've portrayed Jesus and he still loved you. Our concept of love is wrong. And if our concept of love is wrong, our concept of God is way wrong. See, when you're in love with Jesus, bless you, you're in love with his people, so you can't stay away from church. Not a good one. Not a alive one. Because it's the body of Christ. Romans 12 tells us, I'm going to go to verse 2. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of culture. Stop imitating the concepts of culture. You got your Bible and your Quran next to each other. You got your Bible and your New Age booklet next to each other. You, 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 you just confused and you want to know why you can't hear God. How you going to hear God when you got gods fighting for your territory? How you going to hear God when you getting opinions and wisdom from people that don't believe in the same God as you? It don't mean they bad people. Make your mind up. I'm protesting against lukewarm Christians. Sorry. I'm protesting. Lord said he spew you out. I'm just protesting. And the way I'm protesting is I'm just going to fan my flames around you and hopefully you catch on fire. That's my protest. I'm going to get at you. It says, but we inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. You're trying to hear from God before you change your mind. That's why we say get rooted in the church. So you can stop going from church to church getting different concepts. Stay at one church until you get anchored and rooted, and then you can visit a church with a sound mind. Get rooted at a church. I'm not, I don't, I mean, my goal is not to get more seats, filled fill seats. My, my, my goal is to get filled people. I'm not looking for the pastoral meeting where we just exchange numbers. How many members you sitting at? Hey, hey, if something's alive, it's going to grow. I already know the church going to grow. You're going to be a part of it or you're not. Or you're going to visit every now and then or whatever you're going to do. But, but I'm telling you, you don't reap the benefits of being a part of the house. There's no package for visiting. You, you don't get stronger visiting the gym. This will empower you to discern God's will. Did you hear what he just said? When you change your mind, you can hear what God say. When you change your mind, you can discern God's will. How do you hear from God? I changed my mind. I changed my concepts. I took God's concepts and I threw mine away. Burnt them. 
And then we'll sort it out when we get to heaven. But so far, this is working real well. And some of y'all going to get to heaven and be like, dang, really, God? Why you didn't say it louder? He said, I did. Remember, remember that brother from the United States who you were sizing up every time you went? You was trying to figure out if this is for me. And the enemy stole the word because you didn't go ready to receive. You came to spectate. Remember that day when the sun came out and you just wanted to get a little sun tan? That was the day I prepared a word for you. See, God is moving. He's not going to release a word when you, when you decide to show up to church. Amen. If you get to the grocery store and all the sumo oranges is gone, you can't be mad at the grocery store. There's some people in their community, they'll ask the store when certain things, when the shipment come in. My mama used to be one of the first people at the grocery store. You don't be mad at the grocery store because you slept in. Man, you, look, I told the people last week, you're going to have to come get seconds. Because I got I to gotta get to this second thing right here. Um, you just, I, if you ain't got nothing right now, again, you, you, you dead. Amen. Amen. I got I to gotta get to this, this other thing, okay? I got I to gotta be obedient. Halftime. <laughs> hey, I'm serious about my chapstick. I'm on TV. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not going to be ashy lips up here. Nah. I'm trying to inspire people. You know what I'm saying? I'm an influencer. Hey, hey, can I just real quick? I'm just trying to clean your palate real quick, okay? Have you ever looked at somebody and their lips was just like really chapped? And it hurt you? And you just wanted to just be like, ah, get off of you, get off of there. <laughs> I ain't gonna look at I ain't gonna look at it. <laughs> You ain't going to catch me slipping. See, I I have dark skin issues, right? Some of y'all, when y'all ashy, you can't see it. And that's okay. But when I'm ashy, you're going to see it. So I tell my team, my team, the people come around, come around wearing high heels with them ashy ankles. I'm like, oh, this is, what is you doing? I'm just walking around with a lotion bottle, just be like, ah. <laughs> it's so funny seeing people on edge. They're like, oh, you're, let me get my lips jabbed. Oh, no, no, man, we can't be ashy. We influencers. We soul winning. We're fishers of men. You don't put no ashy worm on the hook. Right? All right. Ready? Um, today, for those that don't know, we are giving, we're, ha- we're starting our remnant project. 
Huh. So, um, God is doing something, and he's moving. And just when Love Quest gets comfortable, he has a really funny way to just be like, ah, pull the chair from under us. And I love it. It's never boring walking with the Lord. I'm never bored, ever. And this is such a faith thing because if you've been around the Lord that gave us a prophetic word August 1st at our anniversary, mind you, the prophetic word not only told us when we come to the corner, we'll have to make a right. We figured out that meant east. Lord brought us east. We've been obedient every step of the way at the same time. Didn't share with the church because I didn't know. But somebody sent me a picture of a ran down remnant and said, hey. And I was like, look, this this is how God works. I don't have time to get into all of that. But went to this place, and we uh, are supposed to be signing the papers um, and getting the keys. Supposedly tomorrow, we're just it's just like one little line we need them to put in the contract. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. But... Um, it's in a, a perfect area where uh, there's a lot of development happening right off of 104, right in the city center, Surrey. So we're not leaving Surrey. God has a plan. He's doing some great things. Um, but, but also what was in there, it said that Love Quest, you're about to step into a king tide. You go check the video August 1st. How many people know there was a king tide that he, it's a rare thing. A king tide hit Vancouver Go look it up, and another one is coming. There's going to be a lot of floods happening. And in the, in the physical, but this is a prophetic thing happening. This is Ezekiel 47 happening. From the ankles to the knees, from the knees, now it's waist high. Woo! It's about to happen. Love Quest, the promise was the abundance is because the king tide is about to overtake. And wherever the double river goes, I'm not waiting till I get over there. I'm praising on the way. So we got this remnant project. And um, I shared with the team yesterday. We increased, and don't go to the next slide yet. We increased. I was talking to our our spiritual covering back home. Um, and just so you know, we're, we're, we're connected. We're, we're the, the anointing flows from the head down there. Debt-free church, two campuses. Uh, they raised $2 million in 90 days. Um, and the church was like two years old. Um, so I've been, I've been around. I, I know God. I've seen God do it. I've seen God. So what we're going to talk about or, or share with you today, it's for you to participate in. This is for your legacy. Right? When, when I sow my seed today, it's not just for me. It's for my grandkids. I'm not trying to build a church. This ain't no pop-up church. I'm trying to build a church for my grandkids, great-grandkids, your great-grandkids. Like, we need generations in here. We need families in here. And so we're investing because you can't be a kingdom church without having a domain. We can't be under the authority of a movie theater and then see the kingdom come. You have to be able to be lender and not borrower. You have to be able to help other church have a place uh, uh, to plant their church. 
You got to be able to have a facility that, 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 that youth programs can come and join and be a part if they need a place or a space. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there was one. I forget the name of it. I forget the name. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but that's okay. What I'm saying is God's moving. We ain't even trying, but the, but the, but the name of the youth program uh, is, uh, no, 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 um, uh, where you go? Where you go? I got all these notes. I'm telling you, I'm never bored. No. What was that? What was that? They were in people's, there we go, Mackey's place. They service about 250 kids a week, uh, troll kids anyway. They, they reached out, their board reached out and said, hey, we heard that you guys are getting a building on the north side. And we got a 60-day notice to get out of the building we're in. And we, were, we just want to partner with a church. And we heard through another pastor that you guys are getting a building on the north side. We have finances. We have program. Um, and we want to do our program five days a week. So, you know, if somebody want to do a program for five days a week, you know what that means. We, we, ain't even, we ain't even got in the building yet. So, so here's the thing. Whether it happens or not, the fact that we could actually be in a position to have that conversation. It ain't no more, hey, you got to ask the, the owners. It ain't, it ain't no more, you got to go at, this ain't our spot. You, you, know when you, you know when you have a place and then people knock on your door and say, hey, we're the new lawn company. We want to cut or, or something that needs the owner's permission. He's like, sorry, I can't give you no authorization. Sometimes I'm happy because I ain't got to get in that conversation. So I'm just letting you know, I had to. He said, look, T, I know your church's taste. Um, the number you at right now, you probably going to need to raise that by 50%. Because we didn't been there, we didn't did this, we didn't done that. And what you don't want to do is say one number Sunday, and then a few months later, run out of money and have to go back to the people. See, y'all don't have to live that. Y'all going to sow the seed, and then you're going to be believing for your harvest. And no matter what amount of money come in today, I, I, getting the rest falls on me and my wife's shoulders. God's shoulders. But I still have to walk with him in the pro- I know he's going to. It's, let me tell you something. It's already done. Right? But I'm just letting you know that what we're doing today, man, it, 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 is, it is the journey. We're on our way. We're establishing legacy. God's putting us in a position to be a kingdom church, not just teach kingdom. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected by following us on social media at LoveQuest INTL Church. And join us next time for another powerful word. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fix, man.